In today's episode, Caitlin Young, the llama girl, shows us how surrounding yourself with the right people can help you go from woeful at Walmart to energetic entrepreneur. Oh, and you don't want to miss what she has to say about time studies. Fascinating stuff. Really blew me away. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the Do Zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. Good habits make time your ally. Bad habits make time your enemy. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. If you haven't already, check out thedozone.com for productivity tips, accountability, and just a bunch of amazing human beings looking to get more stuff done. Once again, that's thedozone.com. Today's guest is Miss Caitlin Young. And she is a llama-loving, God-fearing, mind-hacking freak of nature that loves helping people become their elite selves through her business at The Mind Ninja. Hey, Caitlin, say hello to the DZ tribe. And I want you to tell me something that you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Well, hello, uh, the D-Zone. Um, so the key uh, to getting stuff done would be having a strict schedule, um, having a timed out uh, time block of every moment of every day, making sure you're not wasting your time and having that accountability has definitely been the key for me to staying productive and keeping on task. Because with that, I set alarms and the alarms go off and I know, okay, I need to switch to the next thing. I need to switch to the next thing. And that keeps you going throughout the day. It's like a game almost keeping up with it. So it's interesting. I've, I've heard this a few times. It's not something that I have followed uh, very religiously, but setting alarms for your time blocking. So first, th- there, there are multiple layers to that answer you gave. The mm-hmm. first one is time blocking. And then the second one is alarms for accountability. And so talk to me a little bit about how do those how do those two things kind of relate to each other? Absolutely. So by time blocking, I'm setting a certain amount of time to get a task done. And so it's, you know, limiting me, like if I'm on social media doing posts, I'm not scrolling through and like watching TikToks for an hour. <laughs> it keeps me on task. And then with the alarms, I know, okay, at the end of the time block, my alarm's going to go off and I need to switch gears and go to something else. So the goal is to, okay, remember, you know, I have an alarm that's going to stop me. So because of that, I need to move from this time block to the next and be most efficient, but also quality-based during that time. So one, one way that I've kind of heard that, uh, that I try to describe that is you're, you are making the result conform to time versus making time conform to the result. And those exactly. Are, those are two very different things. When, when we make time conform to the result, we say things like, well, we'll get it done. It'll take however long it takes. But the problem with that is, well, time is not a renewable resource. You can get your results done. You can get whatever result, but the time is not coming back. And so if you make the time conform to your result, it, all you're really doing is costing more time. But if you make that 
result conform to time. I've got 30 minutes. And so whatever I can get done in this 30 minutes, that's the result that I'm going to accept. Is that kind of the, the logic that you're talking about here? Exactly. Exactly. And because, you know, I'm kind of like a perfectionist, I know, okay, I only have 30 minutes to do this. And that's why I started it because with the perfectionist habit, you just want to wait till it's perfect. Right. So I like completely have been going out of my comfort zone to do things that, you know, aren't perfect, but actions being taken because that's how results happen. Yeah. Well said. And so what, what got you into this particular, the time blocking and this, this process that you follow, uh, you know, maybe take a step back and, and, and tell us what usually there's something that kind of leads us to needing to take drastic measures to, to be more productive. And so tell me why do you need to follow this system and, and what were you doing before? Um, so during Christmas, you know, um, we all say we're going to be productive or we don't, but for me, I was like, Oh, I'm going to be so productive, get a ton done. And instead, because I wasn't time blocking effectively and not being true to my schedule and making excuses for myself, I ended up putting on 15 pounds and I ended up like completely getting nothing done and getting way behind on my work, on my life, on my time with family. And so when January 1st came around and, you know, I don't, uh, I I wasn't weighing myself, I wasn't doing anything health-wise, I noticed a difference, right? I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And so I was like, well, you know, FYE, fuck your excuses, it's time to um, change your habits and be a better person. So what I uh, did was I started with just putting a schedule together and I noticed that I wasn't sticking, I was better, but I wasn't sticking to it the way I needed to. And I was filling my schedule time with way too much room to be able to accomplish the things that I had on there. So I was wasting time on Facebook, all the social media places, or I was uh, bored and would go eat something that I shouldn't. So because of that, I decided, okay, I need to be more strict. So I started doing time studies, like on how long it took me to do certain things. And so I tried- tell me, uh, that's, that's something that I, it sounds interesting and probably useful to a lot of people. Well, how do you do a time study and, and, and what does it, what does it tell you? So what I did is for a week straight, I would write down how long I was spending on certain things, right? So, okay, it takes me five minutes to go to the bathroom. It takes me uh, 15 minutes to eat this. It takes um, this long to drink a sip of water. Like I got really down to the grit uh, because I wanted to know exactly like where my time was being wasted. So I started, you know, okay, uh, this is how long it takes me to post a meaningful quote on Facebook. This is how long you, you know, interact with a client. This is how long it takes me to you know, be able to do my gratitude in the morning. This is how long it takes me to get ready for bed, to get dressed, to shower, right? And so I did that over a week to see where I was wasting time. One, two, how long it took me to do certain items. And three, where can I improve that to be more effective? And so once I had that data, I took it and I applied it the next week and put my time blocks for the things that needed to be done in the time zones I had. And then I did allow myself like a minute or two just in case something came up to be able to respond. 
but I did not allow myself like a half hour to get a five minute project done. So then um, from going from that, I noticed, okay, I have all this extra time. What do I do with it? Right. So I, I have to just interject here. Mm-hmm. You, you timed out how long it took you to take a sip of water and to go to the bathroom. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's dedication. It was, it was really like ridiculous. It was like the most daunting week of my life, but okay. um, I'm like someone that goes all in when they decide to go all in. Like okay. it, there's no, like you either half ass it or you go all in kind of thing. So yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. And some people, I, and I mean, some people don't even half ass it. They like no acid. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say I half ass it, I basically do one or two things. It's basically a no ass. Yeah. And so, uh, okay. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to keep harping on this, but it's just no. a fascinating idea to, to get that level of granularity. And so when you, you did that for a week and you got all of these answers and you're looking at it and you're like, well, what was the first impression that you had when you're looking at what you actually spent your time? Uh, I waste like most of my day. Um, I was really doing like three to four hours of productive things and the rest was wasted. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can do so much more. So what I started doing is filling in that time with things that were going to grow me. So like, okay, I'm spending this amount of time reading this book that's going to pertain to this thing that I'm doing right now. I'm going to spend this amount of time uh, you know, helping my health, right? Adding in the workouts and the, um, you know, the nutritional eating. Uh, and by doing that, you know, I then moved into working with like Clint, you know, and working with different people to um, become more elite and be able to um, do the tasks that are important. It's crazy how much time we waste and we don't even realize it. Uh, amen. You know, I you're you're preaching to the choir on that. You know, that's one of the things one of the reasons that the do zone exists at all is because of the monumental colossal amount of time that entrepreneurs just waste doing things that are not producing results. And, and that's really what it comes down to is, are you doing something that is producing, that is relevant to your current project? Is it producing an immediate result? And is, is, is it subject to outside critique by a third party? And if you're not, if you're not doing something like that, you really need to question whether or not that task is actually being productive or not. And a lot of times the answer is no. And so, mm-hmm. and let me ask you this, as far as your, your time stuff, you said, okay, well, I'm going to start investing more time here. I'm going to start investing more time here. That's, that's the, the, the adding part where you said, okay, I've wasted a lot of time. I'm not very productive. I'm going to add this, this, and this going the other way. Did you notice any tasks that you were performing that you could keep doing, but they just weren't very efficient and, and you just were able to subtract time from those tasks, but keep doing them? Take, let's go the opposite direction on that. Absolutely. So like one of the things I do daily is social media posting, right? And so I noticed that I was spending like an hour or two at a time and doing that three or four times a day, you know, and that is like huge waste, right? So I was like, okay, how can I take that time down and make it more effective? So what I started doing is writing topics to talk about um, on social media down a week in advance. And then I'm able to focus on that in the time I'm posting a, something on social media. Um, the other thing is, is I keep my posts unison throughout all my social media. So 
that way uh, they can find it in one place. You know, it's all the same, but also because then I'm not having to write a new post for every single platform. By doing that, um, it cut down my time by 75%. Um, I'm able to do it, you know, instead of like an hour at a time, it takes me like 10, 15 minutes, um, you know, at a time. And I do that multiple times a day because, you know, it's good to do that um, for interaction and stuff. But at the same time, it's not like I'm spending three hours a day on there anymore. Wow. Fascinating stuff. And, and, and that's probably, you know, for, for those of you out there listening, uh, you know, the tribe, that's, that's one of the most profound pieces of advice that, that I've heard in a while, you know, and I, and I know a lot of stuff about productivity, but uh, for whatever reason, this one has escaped me. Uh, and so I love it. I, I want to go and whip out a, uh, a notebook and, and just do a time study on everything that I'm doing right now. And I'm probably, I'm never going to publish those results because I'll be too embarrassed to share them, but, <laughs> but I'm going to look at them myself. And be like, mine. There's a reason it's on Facebook. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. So tell me, uh, and, and what is it that you, what is it that you do now, Caitlin? Why, why this effort to have this transformation? I mean, I know uh, we we've met each other before, but for the audience that maybe is less familiar with you, why do you feel the need to go through this metamorphosis right now? So I uh, spent a lot of my life uh, kind of impending doom, you know, kind of just expecting to not survive kind of thing. I had planned on kind of being dead by 22. And after I be- transformed from that uh, mindset through um, some help with some mental health workers and stuff, Um, I started building blocks to become a better me. First, it was mindset. Second, it was health. Um, And then I put a pause on that and went into the career like building. And um, some amazing people at an insurance agency, uh, Michigan Jewish Agency, got me involved in Apex. And I I just started growing, right? I started eating it because I was on a journey to find me. And so over time, it just has become building blocks of becoming more elite and becoming a better person and um, each step has built confidence and the tenacity that I have now to you know be authentic because I would worn a mask for so long now it's like finding myself again in doing that each step I got more confident more confident so now I'm in a mindset of okay what else can I do to improve myself and that mindset was developed by not like a quick one and done but more of a okay, you know, I'm taking one step at a time each day and each step, like 1% a day, as some people say, you know? And so over time, that 1% builds up, right? And uh, when you get to that point of saying, you know, I'm done being, you know, overweight, I'm done being, you know, half a person when I'm so much more and I have so much to give to people. So being confident in yourself to say, hey, I'm here to help people. I have a purpose to help people and um, we're going to change lives. That's why I do, I better myself so I can better others. That's awesome. And so you, you really were kind of driven to do this by a call. Yes. Awesome. And I, 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 I think it's time for us to whip out the uh, surgical gear and crack open your skull and see how that brain works. Are you ready for the do zone diagnostic? Yes. I try to find the most gory description of this possible. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm just going to keep, 
keep going and being as creative as I can with this. We're going to bust out the bone saw. Yeah. All right. So, hey, this is a series of five questions that I ask every guest uh, so that we can see how your brain works and we can soak up all the knowledge that we can. Just rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind. Number one, what is one thing you do that keeps you focused on your goals? Meditating every morning. Awesome. I love it. And a follow-up question. How do you get back on track when you lose that focus? I would say... Um, by looking myself in the mirror, I have quotes above and, um, every morning I look at those quotes and questions to myself and those sticky notes I have up there are what put me back on track. It says, am I being authentic? Am I being real? Am I being my real self to others? Is my mask on or did I take it off? And am I being me? Those are questions I have on my mirror. I have them on my walls. I have my goals posted everywhere. So being surrounded by that kind of stuff makes you always thinking. Got it. So you, so you have some quotes around you that, that are constantly asking you those questions so that you can get focused again. Yes. And next question, Caitlin, who is your support group and how do they keep you accountable? So my support group is uh, a lot of apex people, as well as my husband, um, Wiley MacArthur, for sure. And then also uh, Elizabeth Cantu and Mariana Keith and Clint Riggin. Um, But my husband is one of the biggest supporter along with my dogs. Awesome. And where do you where do you think as far as your your husband is concerned? um, Where do you think that he's been able to support you the most? Um, Every time I have decided to be what I call a McFlurry and like quickly decide to change gears and go like the direction that I, you know, is like, oh my gosh, I'm messing up stuff like that. And I need to go in the right direction. He's there supporting me a hundred percent. Like when I said, we're going to move to Texas by the end of 2022, he was like, okay, let's do this. You know, he just supports every single thing I've done. And is just kind of, he asks me the questions I need to be asked to make sure I'm not just like making a decision on the fly. But he also is there to be like, okay, if we can do this, I love you. I support you. He's there for me. Awesome. And uh, a more practical question, where do you draw the line, Caitlin, on what to do and what to delegate? So right now, um, I do a lot of the stuff. um, But at home, my husband helps me out a lot. So that way I can keep moving. Um, I have not been good at delegating, to be honest. Um, but I am working every moment to get better at that. Nice. And then finally, what's the number one pro tip you would give to someone looking to get more stuff done in less time? I would say the number one pro tip is to look at within, you know, we all look without, out looking at what could be the problem, but look within and look at, okay, what can I do to Uh, cut down the time, you know, look at social media, how much time are you wasting there, do a time study, basically, do a time study on yourself. And that is going to help you big time. It helped me. But yeah, awesome. Yeah, definitely. You know, time study. That's, that's the word of the day. I that's one of my favorite things that I've heard all year. So I appreciate that. And so so Caitlin, tell me, uh, you're doing all these time studies, you're making this transformation. Uh, What's it all for? What is it that you do? How do you serve people? Yeah, so I work with the Mind Ninja, Wiley and MacArthur, and we help people hack the matrix of their minds through NLP, timeline, and hypnotherapy to better um, 
be available in your life to get unstuck, right? We want to help people get out of that slump of depression, anxiety. You know, we want to help people become their best selves and uh, give them the tools to see what they're capable of. So um, that is what I do right now. And that's going to build into what I call Llama Land, but it's going to be beautiful. Tell me about Llama Land. Okay. Yeah. So Llama Land is going to be safe haven retreat center um, and it is going to have llama therapy as well as nlp and breathwork therapy and it is going to be a place people can come and get away from the world their stresses in business their stresses in life and be able to relax in the outdoors connect with themselves again without the outworld distractions and then we're going to give them the tools to go back into their lives and kick ass and uh accomplish everything they need. And how does a llama play? So I raised llamas for um, 10 years um, with my neighbor, Corky. She gave me a llama and my llama literally has saved, had saved my life multiple times from ending my life um, with her gentle nature and just really um, tuning into me. Llamas have a natural empathetic attitude. They lay their head on you and they hum softly when you're upset. Um, So I know how effective a llama was to me and I know how calm and soothing they can be. So I want to bring that to other people. Tell me about this. They, they have this natural empathy. Um, I, I don't know that I've ever been that close to a llama. So uh, can you, can you just expand upon that a little bit? Yeah, so llamas like have a misconception of being these animals that spit people and stuff like that. But that's when they're taken away from their mom when they're young. And they don't uh, realize that, um, you know, people aren't llamas. When they're raised by their mom, they know the difference, llama person. Llamas naturally like to solve problems. That's why they're great for doing obstacle courses, great for like uh, finding things and stuff like that. They're protectors. A lot of times you hear llamas will protect a herd of sheep, uh, stuff like that. And it's because their natural like mood is to protect others. So when you have a llama that is in tune with you, um, that has that empathy, they also want to protect you emotionally as well. And so what that does is they're going to, you know, be soft. They're going to just let you pet them and, you know, let your emotions out. I remember many times running up and just crying my heart out to Midori, the llama I owned. And she would just put her head on my neck and just hum softly. And it would calm me down. She knew exactly what I needed. And um, she would just be there for me. Kind of like a motherly instinct. Yes. Interesting. So llama land is, is your kind of passion project. This is what, this is your contribution to the world. You want to create llama land. Correct. Awesome. And in the meantime, <clears throat> as you're building to that, um, the mind ninja, uh, you kind of went through the the mechanics. But uh, how how would how would somebody engage with you for that? And and who who would be a good candidate? Yeah. So if somebody's looking at you know, uh, getting unstuck in their lives and uh, just has not has kind of done the repeat, right? We go on the carousel. We just keep coming back to the same thing, right? Um, or you keep jumping from opportunity to opportunity because you haven't been uh, cool with yourself inside. You haven't like developed the true you and you've worn masks. Um, that's who we're looking for. But 
you would find us at themindninja.com. You can also check me out on Facebook, um, Caitlin Young. Um, you can check Wiley MacArthur out on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group um, called Mind Ninjas Hacking the Melee, and you can just join that. It, there's no cost to it, and you can just jump in there, and um, we give hacks to everybody. It's it's a really cool community. Awesome. Great to know. Mind, mind Ninja Hacks to the Matrix Daily. Uh, Mind Ninjas Hacking the Matrix Daily. Hacking the Matrix Daily. Okay, cool. Excellent. That's, that is so awesome. So Caitlin, really appreciate you jumping on here and, and, and sharing uh, what I consider a profound golden nugget in the time studies. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, Josh. And, and also, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to visiting Llama Land as soon as possible and petting or hugging or snuggling a llama or whatever it is I'm supposed to do with the llama, but it sounds, it sounds all of the above, all, all of the, the above. above. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, Hey, for those of you, we're going to wrap up. Thanks again to our guest, Caitlin Young for joining us and sharing this wisdom with us on how she gets stuff done. If you want to learn more about the mind ninja, and that seems appropriate to you, you can go to the mind ninja.com. Now, if you're a busy entrepreneur and you're looking to get to the next level, Head over to thedozone.com for productivity tips, tools, and strategies. You can also join our Facebook group of the same name. And until next time, remember this. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at the do zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into the do zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? Go do something already. See you next time.